Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 583 of our iBug Buzz for Monday, May 8th, 2023. It's been a while since I've been here. My name is Stephen Kerr. I'm going to be your facilitator for the first hour of this call. And then Sandhya Rao is going to take over to moderate the second hour. And we are so glad that you've joined us, whether you're listening to us live or you're on our on-demand podcast. And Sonia can tell you where you can find that in just a bit. This, of course, is where we talk about all things iOS. That includes the iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple TV, the Apple Watch, and other apps and accessories that are related to those devices. So if you have any questions, comments about any of those things, we will get to them shortly. But before we do that and before we do introductions and we uh, need to turn things over to Sandhya because she has some brief but important announcements about what's coming up in iBug this week. Sandhya, are you still there? All right. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. <laughs> All right. We've got lots of good stuff coming. We're so glad you're here, Stephen. Thank you for helping out. Absolutely. All right. So what do we got? What do we got for the next two hours? We're going to be doing iBug Buzz, talking about all the fun stuff that Stephen just said. Stay tuned for the midpoint. We'll do the big reveal and uh, come and test your knowledge of movie trivia. And then uh, tomorrow we'll have the buzz on Clubhouse. And that will be from five to six on the Clubhouse platform, Central Time. And then, and then on Thursday, the Vila Book Club is going to be discussing a very interesting and thought provoking book called The Five Wishes of Mr. Murray McBride by Joe Sipple, S I P L E D B 104366. And it is eight hours and 22 minutes. And again, a very compelling book. So I would not try to read it at nighttime. That's what I did again. I keep never learned my lesson. All right. So that's this Thursday at 6.30 on Zoom. Friday is the movie. Saturday is our iBug Cafe. We had to move it um, because of uh, Mother's Day coming up. So that'll be on Saturday from 4 to 6. And we're going to be discussing two very powerful apps, Reminders and Messages. All right, so that's on Saturday, and then Sunday's Mother's Day, we're going to be off, and then we'll be back again next Monday. Uh, quick uh, talk about our social media, what's going on there. We have our website, ibugtoday.org is our website. That's where you can get all the information of our upcoming events and when they're going to happen and what they are. Uh, then we have our Twitter is at iBug Today. We have facebook.com slash group slash iBug Today. You can post all your questions there. Uh, then we also have our YouTube channel. You can go listen to our podcast there or as well on our website. Also, you can listen to our podcast, our various training sessions on the favorite app of your choice, podcast app of your choice. Uh, let's see. Finally, we have the tech uh, drawing going on, the drawing for the tech shopping spree. $10 donation gets you a chance for a $500 donation, a $500 gift card. And then if you want to increase your chances, it's uh, $50 for six tickets. And uh, 
be, you know, we are going to be doing the drawing at our anniversary on May 20th at our 12th anniversary celebration. So we hope that y'all will come for that. It's going to be a fun event, but even if uh, you are not there, you can still win. But you have to pay. It's play to win. <laughs> you have to pay play. to play. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, yeah, something okay. like that. Uh, whatever. All right. So I'll hand it back to you, Stephen. Thank you very much. All right. As usual, lots of great stuff going on in iBug. Thank you so much, Sandia. Well, let's take a moment. I would like to know, and I think all of us would like to know who is on this call tonight. So let's take a moment, introduce ourselves, and uh, just tell us who you are, where you're calling from. And remember, you'll need to unmute yourself to do that. I will start it off in case you joined in the middle of the call. I am Stephen Kerr from Austin. Jerry from New Hampshire. New Hampshire, all right. And who else? Uh, Julie, jo Jody and Julie, welcome to you both. Elisa, <laughs> welcome. Pete Marie from Reno. All right. Uh, Pete and who else? Marie from Reno. Uh, Marie from Reno. All right. Janet from Colorado. Hey, Janet, welcome. Hey. Angelo Hello. from Ottawa. Hey, Angelo, good to have you. Welcome. Helene Gary. from Woodstock. Helene and Gary, welcome to you both. Ed from Ed from Georgetown, Ontario. All right, Ed, welcome. Vincent, New Jersey. And you'll see D. I think you were you were in, right? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm I know. From Southern you're Illinois. To. I got you, D. I got <laughs> okay. you. No worries. Go. All right. Who's next? Uh, Jody from Quebec. Hey, Jody. Good to have you. Who else? Ned from Texas. Hey, Ned. Good to have you. Thank you. Sharon from New York. Welcome to you, Sharon. Thank you. Okay. Greg from Texas. Hey there, Greg. Welcome to you. I'm there in Houston. Sandia, we, yes, we definitely need to get you down there. <laughs> All right. Welcome. All right. Well, if there's no one else, we Brian. will, of course, have oh. another up. Is there someone else that chiming in? Brian. Brian from North Ontario. All right, Brian, good to have you as well. Welcome to you. Without further ado, let's open it up for questions. Don't be shy. Remember, there are no dumb questions. So This is Angelo in Ottawa. All right, Angelo, you get to go first. Go ahead. Well, I was trying to memorize everything in settings, and I found numbers and uh, reminders and notes but I went through twice and maybe I'm a flaky flicker, but I couldn't <laughs> find files. Is it true there's no files and settings? Well, first of all, I'm a, I admire you for trying to memorize settings because I'm not sure I can tackle that, but <laughs> all right. So you're this trying to find files, right? Pete. Okay. Pete, go ahead. You are correct, Angelo. There are, there is no, or are no files in settings. It's a, it's a separate app in and to itself called files and uh it's a native app that comes on the on the phone but it's a separate app okay um pete can you or, or someone else tell me exactly where that is located uh it will be one one of your home screens uh but it is called files and if you flick around you'll find it or if not ask siri to open files and of course it's your uh it's your iOS file management system app. 
in which you'll find things like your iCloud files and uh, iCloud Drive and uh, other things along those lines. But it is, it's not yeah. a separate element within your settings app. Right. Yeah, I know on my phone, it's on page two. It's usually the very, well, depending on whether I have other apps in there, um, it's it's usually on the page after your home screen, depending on how many pages you have. So does that help you out, Angelo? Sure. At least it means I, I didn't miss it because <laughs> all the other native apps are in, in settings, right. but files is not. Correct. We'll give that a try and I hope that helps you out. That's a good question though. Thank you for asking. All right, let's move on to a new topic. Who has a new question for us? Um, Janet. Except me. Uh, Go ahead, know. Janet. Does, <laughs> does anybody know if if you set somebody uh, up for emergency, for your emergency contact, will they if they're using a home phone instead of a cell phone, will it still work? Oh, good question. If they're using a home phone instead of a cell phone, will it still work? Does anyone want to take a, a shot at that one? This is Jody. Jody, go ahead. I don't know, but I would think it would because it's the contact and the phone isn't going to know whether it's a mobile number or a landline number. So I would say it would work. Okay. Any other ideas? Yeah, that's what my husband said. He thinks it'll work. He thinks it'll work too. This is D. Go ahead, D. I back Jody up on that, and I would say, give it a try. <laughs> well, I was Cops actually going to ask you. Um, Cops love to come to the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's their job. Well, no, that's she's talking about like in your favorites. Um, if you have someone in favorites, will it still work on a on a landline? So, Janet, have you actually gotten given it a favorites? try? Uh, no, and I don't plan on it unless I need to. I was just wondering if anybody else knew. Right. Okay. Well, the best that we can come as a guess, I think that uh, that it might. You just have to try it and find out. That's what I would kind of lean toward. And let's move on to a new topic. Anyone? Jerry. Jerry, go ahead. I'm wondering, I keep having problems with Safari. If I put something in the search field, it'll say Safari cannot connect to the server. Then if I do the same thing in Chrome, I have no problem. Like I did something this morning. I looked it up in Safari. It said Safari cannot connect to the server. I did the same thing in Chrome, had no problem. They used the same wording, everything. I just tried it again in Safari and had no problem this time. Hmm. I'm wondering what could be the issue. So it's happening in Safari and it's happening not all the time, but several times. Is that? Yes, it's happening quite a bit, but I, I don't, I, it's just weird. Okay. Anybody can help Jerry with that issue? Jerry, when you said you tried it again and it worked this time, did, did you do anything specific that before that last time or did nope. you just try it again? I, I it, just tried it again, exactly the same wording, everything. I am connected to Wi-Fi. Everything's the same. Okay. Anybody have any ideas? Well, Ed? That, go ahead, Ed. Could it be just that the server's too busy? 
or the lines like, like to your particular area maybe i don't know i don't know i tried it in chrome and i didn't have the issue yeah yeah i'm wondering it, if clearing your history might be an issue too uh, clearing i the, just the did that you did i okay. just did that i i've been having that problem for a while mm -hmm. as long as i can remember all right all this right. is pete pete go ahead this sounds like a I don't know. I don't want to say a serious problem, Jerry, but <clears throat> if it's if it's working with Chrome, then there's clearly something unique to Safari, and I would think a call to Apple support would probably be in order. Yeah, that's a yeah. Good idea. I was thinking the same thing. If I have a, if I have it again, you know, if I have normally, I would say your maybe your Wi-Fi or your internet connection is is out, but that that doesn't work with uh, with it working in Chrome the way it does. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. Any other Can comments? Can I ask for another me? question? Uh, is it related to this topic or a new question? No. New, new question. question. Um, yeah. If, if, that, if your comment? other sat question is satisfactory, then we can move on to your to your other question, Jerry. Well, let's let Jody in and then know. Okay, Jody. Yeah, it sounds like maybe this corrupted. Maybe if you take uh, take the the app off your phone and then put it back on again, that that might fix it. Okay. I just, I don't know. I, I, reached, I had an iPhone 12. I switched to an iPhone 14 Pro. Then two weeks later, I switched carry, uh, cell phone carriers and switched to another new iPhone Pro, and I'm still having the same issue. Oh, so. okay. All right. All right. Well, Jerry, what, what's your other question? Uh, my other question is the uh, AirPods Pro generation, the latest generation. Like I sometimes, oftentimes when I'll open them up or close the lid, if they're in there, they, they keep popping up on my iPhone. Or last week I was on, I had them in, they work good. Then I uh, opened up Clubhouse and they just started acting crazy. It just the audio connected, disconnected, connected, disconnected, and it was just it drove me nuts. I'm trying to figure out what that was all about. Okay, Mr. Brian here. <clears throat> Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, no, if it's just on Clubhouse, it's a Clubhouse issue. I have the same problem uh, with one of my headsets. I, on Clubhouse, it'll work fine on Zoom. It'll work fine everywhere else. And I go on Clubhouse. I got to switch that headset and use a corded one. Otherwise, it just cuts me out. Okay. Any other comments about that? All right. We'll give that a shot, Jerry, on both of those ends and both of your questions. Thanks for asking those. All right. Let's move this, on to an. Oh, go ahead, Ned. This is Ned. Yes. This was going back to Jerry's uh, issue with Safari. Okay. How, you, he, somebody mentioned clear your history. Yeah, how I did. Does, clear the cache. Yeah. How do you do that? That's a good question. Anyone want to tackle can, that? One? Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. You can either go into Safari, go to bookmarks, history, 
like tap on the bottom where it says share share or bookmarks or tabs tap on bookmarks then tap history then do a four finger double no four finger tap on the bottom and it'll say clear history you can do it like that or you can do it by doing a volume up volume down and holding the power button for 17 seconds yeah all right yeah, the Safari history, what you're talking about, that's at the, yeah, it's at the very bottom of the history part. Yeah. Um, doing the volume up, volume down power button, that's actually does the, the whole phone that way. Yeah. yeah it kind of clears yeah. it out. All right. Well, let's move on to a new topic, a new question. Sharon. Sharon, go ahead. Um, it's a Zoom question. I think Zoom just got up, at least today. It seems to just been updated for me. And I am was having trouble getting in. Like every time I go in, it wants me to have an account. And then I go out. And if I go in the second time, I can get in. But I wasn't even sure I could get into the meeting today. Is there something going on with Zoom? Okay, good question. Um, anyone have a comment or having similar issues? This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. I didn't have that problem, but when I when I first came on the call, I got a prompt that they have an update and that you had to agree to terms and conditions, yada yada, and that you then you go down to the bottom where it says, you know, I agree. And then when I when I hit that, then I was able to get into the actual meeting. But I didn't have I didn't have a similar problem to that. But I think they did mm -hmm. do an update today. It's um, Sharon. Okay, Sharon, go ahead. I was just um, going to Jody. Once you did that, you were able to get in like you normally get in after you. Accepted. Yes. Yep. As soon as I did that, then it brought up the the regular. Uh, you know, do you want to enter? Use? Do you want to join using seller uh, Wi-Fi? Right. Usual prompts. Oh. Yeah. But first, huh. you had to agree to the to the updated privacy settings or whatever they were. Yeah, I was going to say that, that it was giving me something um, about cookie settings, and I had to close that window and also agree before I could come in tonight. And that's, I think that just happened today because I hadn't seen that. I used it last week, and it wasn't doing that. So um, that that could be a, a couple of different layers going on. Yeah. Miss Marie. Marie, go ahead. I think Zoom spends a lot of time trying to see if it can drive us all absolutely <laughs> insane. Because <laughs> you never you never know when you come into Zoom what's going to happen to you. A lot of times I just close it and come back in a second yeah. time. And sometimes it'll just whisk me right into the room I want to go into. So yeah. there is really little to explain Zoom. That <laughs> is true. You have a point there. It's always uh, uh, this is Martin Montreal. Mark, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of Zoom weirdisms going on lately. I know they had an update on the weekend, but I didn't have that experience of what you guys are talking about on the weekend when we had a local Zoom thing going here. Uh, and and this, this, the issue that I'm still having is, and a lot of people are having this, this came out in the CNIB chat last week that they have on Tuesdays and Brian was there, I was there. And on this call on Monday, we're still not able to determine the active speaker in Zoom when they're speaking uh, and see who the speaker is. 
nor can you go to page two by doing the three finger flip, you know, to the right or to the left. I can't remember which it is. Right. When you go there, the page is completely inaccessible. And okay. it's been last that way for the last two or three Zoom versions. And like I say, there's been a Zoom version that was out just over the weekend and uh, still not fixed. So right. it's still an ongoing issue, as well as other Zoom things that our people are, are bringing up here as we go along. All right. Thank you, Mark. Yep. The, apparently, there's just some weird things going on with Zoom. Who would like to go uh, next? This, this is Doc. Doc, go ahead. Uh, yes, I've been wanting to know how to solve this issue for years and years and years. Uh, anybody in this meeting can help me out here. And that is how to adjust volume uh, uh, for each individual uh, voice instead of the whole system. Because, you know, voices are not even. Some of the series voice are very loud. And uh, and then some of the native voices from the uh, voiceover, uh, it's uh, quite soft, you know. Especially the new eloquence voices is quite soft. So uh, I I know how to adjust the speed uh, individually. That that is always there, but I don't know why Apple do not give us uh, does not give us uh, the uh, capability to adjust the the volume individually. See, um, that's that's my question. See, anybody can help me out here? All right. That's a great question, Doc. So you're trying to Thank find you. the volume for individual voices. This is Marie. Go ahead, Marie. Whenever you have your voice that you're using, it, it, you can only change the voice that you're currently using at one time. You can't go in and change them just arbitrarily. But when the voice is, is active... Do a two-finger swipe down on the screen to get your screen reading everything. And while your voice is talking, just press your volume up key or down to adjust it however you want it. But it has to be speaking at the time. Okay. And that was, uh, and and excuse me, Marie, uh, that will save the setting for that voice? Or? It's, it's not a setting. There is no specific no. setting in settings. No. You just have to be on any screen and have the voice talking and then pressure volume up or down. And that doesn't do anything with system volume, just voiceover volume right. of the oh, current voice. Right. Yeah. And then, then you would do the same thing. If you have a different voice and it's too loud or too soft, yes. you would do the same thing. And yeah, just okay. yeah. whatever voice you're using. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, yes. I, uh, but I can actually do the speed for each individual voice and they're different. From right. one voice to another, yeah, you can you can do that, yeah. but I don't know how why they don't give us the capability to do that for individual voice. Well, it's that's a, yeah, yeah, that's probably. Uh, go ahead, Shree. Yeah. Um, you could create an activity um, if there's a particular thing that you want the voice talent to be different. You could create an activity and select the voice talent, speaking rate, all mm. that stuff. Oh, yeah. I never know how to do uh, create an activity. I never know how to do that. Uh, never explore that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's under settings, accessibility, voiceover activities, and you can go in, and it's got lots of choices that you can specify to a unique app with a unique talent, unique speaking rate uh, for voiceover too. Yeah, for um, they, mm -hmm. they you can pick your voice talent. Oh, voice talent. Okay, okay. 
Uh, thank you very much. Everyone. All right. Thank you, Doc. And another suggestion I might make too is that, you know, for something like that, it'd be a good idea to contact Apple support and just pass that along as a suggestion for an update that maybe they can do volume for each individual voice. Cause that would be a, that would be, be a no, handy nice. thing to have. That'd be, yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. So maybe we, thank we you. should all do that. Thank you, Doc. That's a great question. All right. Uh, how about another great question? Who's next? Uh, Jody. Uh, Jody, uh, go ahead. And then Helene, you'll be right after. Go ahead, Jody. Uh, just a quick question regarding the mail app. When I archive a message, where the heck does it go? I can't seem to find in order to make sure it's deleted from my uh, from my account, you know? All right. The archived goes where nobody knows. Does anybody have a, an idea about that? This is Janet. Go ahead, Janet. Um, you go into your mail app. You go in, it's, it's a mailbox. It's one of the mailboxes that said, it says archives. And I'll show oh. your messages that you've archived in that mailbox. Oh, okay, so I got to uh, move upwards uh, a couple of levels to find that. Yeah, yeah. you got you got to you got to back out of your back out of your messages and yeah. get to your get to your mailboxes. Okay. Okay. I'll say inbox, do... inbox trash junk trash deleted. Um, yeah, trash all those and archived messages. Find archives. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. That help you out, Jody? <laughs> I hope so. Thanks. All right. Well, give it a try and let us know if you're having still having trouble. Thanks for your question. Helene, this Greg. Uh, let's is that for this question, Greg? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. If if in your list of mailboxes, archive is not showing up for some reason, uh, if you tap on edit in the upper right hand corner of, of that screen then that'll bring up a list of all the options that you have for mailboxes. And, and you want to make sure, you know, flick right until you get down to archive. And if it, if voiceover does not say selected, then just double tap on it. And that will uh, add it to, to the list of mailboxes that's showing on your screen. Okay. That's a great suggestion. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right, Helene, you're next. Go ahead. Um, I'm having a difficult time with since I'm back in Woodstock in Arizona I didn't have this problem but um I I pay for Ira and I pay you know for times to get help and every time I say to my phone open Ira and I press on it um it connects and the person can't hear me or I can't hear them so the call immediately drops and then I you know, try again. I've spoken to customer care for Ira. I've tried um, taking, speak, spoken to Apple and they were trying to help me with maybe cellular data, Wi-Fi. Um, and then, you know, I called Spectrum, which is my carrier and they enhanced my router. And then today I needed help to read a credit card and they don't answer. And so I end up calling a friend to FaceTime me. And I'm very frustrated because I don't know what else I can do. I don't want to shut off the Wi-Fi and then so that I have cellular data, even though it's unlimited, um, to make the call when be my eyes is free and then I'll just use them. But um, this never, it didn't happen to me the whole four months that I was in Arizona. So is it something that 
I am not aware of besides Wi-Fi and cellular data is and is would anyone know anything else to try? Okay, let me ask you first, Helene. Um, are you using the old Ira app or the new Explorer app that they're just rolled out? Oh, I don't know. I I, I just say open Ira. Okay, well you're I... probably using the old one then because yeah, you have to down you have to download the new one. I just wanted to make sure before we just just oh. to clarify before Wait, we answer. So how do I how, how will I know whether I have either one? How would well, I know that? Because you have to install the new one. That's what the, so you're you're obviously you still using the old app. I just wanted to make sure before we open it up. So I need no. So so do I need to take that off my phone and then? No, not yet. No, not just yet. You can still keep it. So I mean, is there a way to? Can you advise me of how you go to the next one? Uh, let's let's answer this question first, and then okay. we'll see if we can. Open that okay. for another question. So who? Okay. let's see if we can find out why you're having, so you're having problems with Ira dropping out. Um, yeah, not, not being able to hear me, not connecting, literally. Not right? connecting, no, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've checked with Spectrum and they say all is good on your Wi-Fi. Well, they, yeah, they even upgraded the router and said mm -hmm. now you shouldn't have any problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can anybody help out, Helene? Are they having similar issues with Ira? with the IRA app. This is Vincent. Vincent, go ahead. Uh, I have a question. Does this only happen with IRA or do you have issues with other phone calls? Yeah, good no, question. only, yes, thank you. This is Helene. I only have this with IRA. Okay. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Yeah, I would agree with Steve in there. Um, Helene, you would probably want to go ahead and have the our Explorer be installed. I'm not having that issue. I'm not using the old version either. Um, if you go to your, wherever on your home screen, if you see Ira instead of Ira Explorer, then you'll know that you're running the older version. Well, I think with the Ira Explorer, you have to act, it's a totally separate app. Yeah. You, that's so what I'm saying. you'd have to, you would have to have installed that actively to use it. And the only reason I asked to begin with is I just wanted to make sure we knew what app we were talking about. So um, are there any other comments hmm. to the problem with Ira? This is Marie. And, Marie? and I'm just, this is just a, a, a guess maybe. Since she wasn't having any trouble in Arizona, could it be in any way connected with location services that Ira's not picking up the right location? Hmm. Interesting question. Anyone have any ideas? Helene, have you tried, uh, have you called Ira support about this issue? Yes. yes. And what have they said? They said shut off the Wi-Fi and use your cellular data. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you, have you tried that? Yes, and it works. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jody. Yeah, I was going to say, I would, I would, you know, if you've got unlimited data, I would just do that because you're also going to want to be able to use IRA when you're not near Wi-Fi. So, for example, if you were out uh, on the street, mm -hmm. you wanted to have, some, you know, have it read mm -hmm. a street sign or something like that, mm -hmm. then you'd want to use data for that, too. So I would, I would definitely just switch to data. But I also think your problem sounds like it probably is that you need the IRA Explorer app. Yeah. yeah. This is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. And then Especially we need for to reading move on. credit cards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Pete. And then we need to move on to a new question. 
I would uh, reiterate what Jody said, but also, uh, Helene, why don't you just go to the App Store and download mm -hmm. the uh, new Ira Explorer app? Yes, yeah. this is Helene. Thank go you. Ahead. I'm going to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. You they do. They is... do tell us uh, the Ira folks do say you don't need to update and you'll still get the same service from the old one. But this might be an example where yeah. they're wrong and there's no harm in updating. So it's in the app store. It's called Ira Explorer. Yeah, that's the difference. Ira Explorer. And it's still free, just like the other ones. So yeah, yeah that'd be my suggestion too. just give it a try and see if it makes any difference. It is a little bit different. And keep in mind, they are still, you know, they're still testing things out. It's still a very new app. So just keep but that I in think mind the basic functionality is essentially the same. Correct. The layout and the user interface is different. All right. Well, we need to move along to a new question, but thank you all for your comments on that. Helene, give that a try and let us know how that turns out. So let's move to a new topic. Who has the next question? This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. Yes, a friend is trying to use fingerprint ID rather than passcode ID. But when he goes in to try to add the fingerprint, uh, he's got the fingerprint in there, but then it keeps prompting him to put the passcode in. Is there an additional step in order to do that? Okay. Who would like to tackle that one? Fingerprint. This is Ed. Go ahead, Ed. I believe in, in fingerprints, and you can put a number of fingerprints mm -hmm. in there, but when you're putting it in, it calls for your passcode in order to verify. Is that what you mean? I think so. I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but it, it yeah. seems like it is. I just wondered if there was an additional step that says like enable or activate or something like that, that we might be missing. Yeah. It, it, it calls for your, your, um, your ID code and, and a fingerprint. Like it won't, it won't upgrade one until you put in the other. This Marie. Go ahead, Marie. It does that, Jody, because if for any reason you're out and it's not it doesn't recognize your fingerprint, you have to have a backup pass-up code to get into your device. Ah, uh -huh. this is you Jody. have to have both. Go ahead, Jody. Yeah, well, I know that. I know that, but in other words, he wants to just be able to use the fingerprint, but every time he tries to do that, it still asks him for his passcode. This is Marie. He can't. Oh, so it's not yeah. recognizing his fingerprint it's, then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. That he just, just needs to redo them. This is Ed. Uh, go ahead, Ed. I use I use fingerprint a lot, and I found that sometimes when you're entering your initial fingerprint, you put it in on on different. Like I use my thumb, so I put it in three or four, and I move my finger in different angles as I'm putting it in. And um, when you're punching it. It'll ask for a code, but if you keep putting in your fingerprint and move it on different angles, eventually it will accept it. Oh, okay. 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 Thank you. All right. Give that a try, Jody. Thanks for your question. All right. Who is next for the new question, a new topic? This dot again? Go ahead, Doc. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, is there any way I can bypass? Face ID and use fingerprint instead. I don't like face ID because oh. sometimes I'm not looking at right at the phone. I'm I'm using the iPhone, one of the newer one, like iPhone 13. But mm -hmm. uh, I would love to have the fingerprint on the back 
led by Kim Brown. So are you wanting to replace that or just have it as a backup option? Or replace that completely. So I'm like to use fingerprint only. Okay. Well, this is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Yeah, it, there is no uh, fingerprint on 12, 13, or 14s. It's only face ID and passcode. Really? Jeez. Oh. Hmm. Uh, um, I, I never, I'm not a big fan of face ID. It can be finicky for sure. Uh, yeah. But I did not know that, Shri. Uh, yeah, I thought they have an option for me, but no. This is Sandia. Mm -hmm. Sandia, go ahead. I was having some trouble with my face ID because like I, um, my personal phone was giving me a lot of grief, but my work phone was like working really well. And I was like, what is the deal? So today I went and I uh, just redid the face ID and it is working so much better. So I would suggest that. Okay, very good. Thank you, Sophia. Uh, say, say that again. Say that again. Uh, uh, the Can you repeat that, Sonia? Oh, oh yeah. So you basically redo your face ID. Just oh, reset okay. it up again. Yeah. And then it, it somehow is just, you know, it, I don't know, it got whatever, corrupted or whatever, but now it's working much better. Because before no, I was, was having to basically enter my passcode every time it wasn't working at all. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, this is ridiculous. So, so um, now that I've redone it, it's working much better. Okay, oh, mine works, uh, mine works 95% at the time, uh, but I just not into it. I'm, I'm not <laughs> uh, uh, you all, this is Sonia. Go ahead. Sonia. You also have the attention off so that it's not looking at yes. your eyes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's 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 pretty quick. It's quicker than typing in your passcode for me. Yeah, for sure. When it for works. Sure. Yeah, for sure, it works. Okay. I do know that Face ID can be very touchy because my my mother in law has problems trying to get it to recognize her. But unfortunately, it's either that or the passcode option, and there's no more fingerprint if you have a phone that's what twelve and up. Oh, I thought uh, mm -hmm. I was hoping that, you know, I, I thought that Apple doesn't just doesn't like my face. On the, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry about no, that, Doc. Much. Sorry about yeah. the bad news there, but yeah. it's a good question nonetheless. Thank you. Um, let's move along to a new topic. We can't to get in yet. This is Jody. Can I do a follow up question for my the passcode? Uh, yeah, real quick, Jody. Go ahead. OK. Uh, can you use the fingerprint ID on an, an SE3 or oh, an SE2? One. SE2 or SE3? Yeah. Okay. This is Ed. Ed. Go ahead, Ed. That's what I have is an SE3, and um, I use the fingerprint uh, all the time. And okay, I might you. add that the home button, when you're putting in your fingerprint on the home button, don't push the home button. Just lightly put your finger on it hmm. it'll read your print just touch it yeah okay, thank you okay all right, very good all right so who has a new question that hasn't had a chance to come in yet this is debbie dethridge debbie go ahead um was wondering if people uh my facebook account was hacked so i changed my password and it worked on my iPhone, but when I went to change it on, I think I accidentally uh, didn't uh, check, like keep logged in on 
other devices. So when I went to re-enter it on my iPad, it doesn't. It's not accepting what I changed it to. And somebody said this was a bug, and I didn't know if anybody knew anything about that. Okay. Who would like to help Debbie with the Facebook question? Changing password. Or should I try to change it again to see maybe if and try to re-log in? I don't know if that'll work or not. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Have you tried to uninstall the app and reinstall it and yes. force it to put and still have the same problem? Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other suggestions? Um, so you were trying to change it on all your other devices and it's not taking it on those devices or just the one that you changed the password with Debbie? No, uh, my, um, when I, um, changed it, I think I accidentally didn't, there's a, I think there's a like keep me logged in on other devices. And I think I didn't exit, I didn't check that or didn't do that for some reason or other. So when I go to change it on my when I went, it it's asking me to re-log in on my iPad. And when I did that, it worked on my phone. Mm-hmm. But when I did it on my iPad, um, it won't accept it as like, uh, did you forget your password? I'm like, no. Hmm. Okay. So I might have to change. I don't know if changing it again is going to work. I don't know how when you get those, when you get hacked like that, I don't know how important it is to change your password you know well that's one of the first things people suggest now i've also heard that sometimes even that isn't enough but that's really about the best thing to do is change it as soon as you find out and that's what most people do so uh, go ahead d okay i don't have an answer i have a question for debbie how do you actually know when you get hacked on facebook well, let's let's hold off on that. Let's see if we can get any other suggestions on Debbie's, and then we'll come back to that, D. That's a good question. Does anyone have any other suggestions before we move to that? Um, yes, this is Helene. Uh, Helene, go ahead. Yeah. Um, Debbie, my friend had this happen in Arizona, and she just can only go on on the one on the machine that you know, that way she has it. And yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. But, you know, eventually it might straighten itself out. Who knows? Okay. Anybody else with that, with that question? All right. Well, uh, Dee, that's a good question. Let's, let's tackle that one. So how do you know when someone has hacked you? And Basically, you'll get new friend requests. Somebody will, when you don't send out friend requests, from what I've heard, people will try to set up a fake account, you know, and you'll get people that will get friend requests from you that that Mm -hmm. you're already friends with. Yeah, that's a big indicator. Uh, Someone happens to contact you and said, hey, I got a friend request from you, then that's a good indication. If you and know it's usually you didn't something do that. a little different. It's not quite exactly your the picture might be different or right. I can't tell, but you know, that's what I've heard is right. The picture is a little different or the name's a little different. Right. Any other comments, suggestions about that? Mark in Montreal. Go ahead, Mark. 
Uh, yeah, when I've run into this with other friends on Facebook, and I've seen a friend request, so my immediate procedure would be to send, if they're already friends, I don't accept the new friend request, uh, and I send them in a Facebook messenger message or by some other means, WhatsApp or whatever, if I can get a hold of them privately. I'm not a big fan <coughs> of Messenger, uh, so I would prefer to use other options, but if I have to use it, it's less resort I do. And I just send them a message and say, hey, I just got a friend request from you. Are you changing your account for some reason? Mm -hmm. Or uh, I'm just making you aware. And usually it's the case of somebody not knowing that they've been hacked or whatever and it's like thank you very much and i'll send out notice to everybody that i've been hacked so that's how you'd know that's the only way that i know of that you'd know okay if your this account is... was being hacked go ahead sandia <clears throat> yes the ultimate i received a friend request from a friend who has passed away, okay? Oh. So talk about sad and sweet and ridiculous, Ooh. you know, but that's what happened. So That I, would catch you uh, completely yeah. unaware, wouldn't it? Hmm. Right. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to a new topic. Hopefully a good, happy one, or, or at least a, you know, less sad one than someone passing away. Who has a new question, a new topic? All right. Any problems, any new apps that are recommended or something that uh, you've come across? This dot. Uh, doc, go ahead. Uh, yes, I have a, I, I, don't, I don't have a question, but I have an app a recommendation uh, that I mm -hmm. learned from um, iBus, actually. iBus, okay. it's the uh, NFB Newsline. I I I'm enjoying that very much so far. Uh, if you like news newspapers and a magazine and articles, it's uh, very easy to access to articles, and um, uh, you don't have to go. You know, imagine you have to go on individual site to read a newspaper. That will be a uh, very 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 troublesome. But uh, with the news, uh, newsline app, NFB newsline app, you can access any article you like over, you know, 550 publishing. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, publications. Uh, publications. Yeah. There you mm -hmm. go. Yeah. I'm trying to look for the word. It's, it's, it's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good, Doc. Yeah, that's, that's very true. That is a very handy app to use, especially if you okay. want to get a lot of good free Newspaper, mag well, they, they do have uh, magazines as well um, and other online sources that uh, you can tap into and not yeah. just newspapers. So Yeah, the, the only thing that I'm missing is uh, music topic magazines like Musical Qu Quarterly or, mm -hmm. you know, stuff from classical music or true, you know, music magazine. Mm -hmm. not, not the popular culture like uh, Rolling Stone. Right. I never read those. But uh, more particularly for music, that's missing mm -hmm. from NFB Newsline. Okay. Very yeah. good, Doc. That's a great no. suggestion. Um, uh, this is Vincent. Go ahead, Vincent. Uh, yeah, just a comment on uh, the Newsline. Uh, it is definitely a great source. 
I mean, just the fact alone, uh, one of the magazines that is available is The Economist. Uh, subscription Ooh. to The Economist is uh, like about $200 a year, something like that, wow. $240 yeah. a year. Mm. Uh, it also has Harvard Business Review, which is also an excellent magazine. Uh, that only goes for about $60, but I mean, that's already $300 that you're saving. Then if you add The New Yorker, uh, I mean, Ooh. it really is a fantastic source of uh, um, information. And uh, in the uh, uh, news uh, resources, one of the better resources, aside from you know the larger newspapers, New York Times, etc., uh, you have access to Reuters. You also have the Associated Press, uh, but you also right. have Reuters, which I find ex- excellent. All right, very good. Thank you, Doc, for that recommendation. Let's this move on Sandia. to uh, Sandia. Go Thank ahead. You. Just a reminder that um, we did do the Apple workshop. Uh, Liz Weiscarver uh, came and did a presentation about it. So if you need more information about it and how it works, just check out our latest Apple workshop from April 29th. That's right. Yep, you sure did. I need to, uh, I still need, I listened to part of that, so I definitely need to check that out. Yeah, I learned that from Apple Work, uh, the the mm-hmm. Apple Workshop meeting. Actually, right. yeah, I got that from. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. We and have about Sharon, nine minutes left before halftime. Sharon, go ahead. I I just so I went was at the Apple Store for two hours on Saturday. That's I don't know if this is part of the issue or not. And now I'm finding that when I charge my phone, it, it'll go to eighty percent, and it says. Charging is put on hold because your temperature is high. And and I I touch the phone and it's not hot. I mean, I've I've had that at other times previously, but at that point you can tell the, the phone really is hot, but it doesn't feel warm to me. And this is something that's really only happening since I was at the Apple store. Any ideas? Huh, that is interesting. Sharon, I want to take a crack at that. So you're saying that so it it refuses to charge at all, goes, or you have to wait for goes, a little no, while. It goes to eighty percent, mm-hmm. and it says, and you know when I have it in the thing set on what is it optimized charging, right. whatever that you know that that's on, but it goes to eighty percent, and it doesn't happen. It's only been, what, two days since I've been right. at the Apple store. So it doesn't happen every time, but it's happened like two or three times. But it'll say charging is on hold until the temperature goes down. And you touch, it doesn't feel hot. All right, David, go ahead, sir. Uh, yeah, I was wondering what what did they do to your phone? Did you have, did they have to take it apart at all? Like, or No, they didn't do. I mean, I was granted, I can't see that well, but. He was standing next to me. He didn't take the phone apart. I didn't put in a new battery. That was part of what why I was going to talk about. He he took some apps off the phone and he he backed, he gave me a backup because I don't know, I only have 64 whatever's on my phone and it was up to 50. It, he needed to remove things so he could back it up. But I don't think he did anything weird. So I don't know. This okay. is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. Well, I'm um, Sharon, I'm just wondering if if you're sure about the message that you're getting. It had something to do with the heat of the phone rather than uh, battery optimization, the charging optimization, because that will stop you at 80 percent, you know, battery optimization where it's uh, it's smart charging, I, I mean to say. 
that will stop you at 80% at times, uh, but it has nothing to do with the, the heat or the temperature of your phone. I'm wondering, is, is your phone in the sun? Is, it, is the ambient no. temperature around it outside? Is it, is it hot? No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I, those are all good. No, I don't know. I don't know why. And, and, you know, because I, I, I'm, I do, you know, I have low vision. So the type is huge. So it says, you know, it says uh, uh, charging on hold based on it is something it'll resume when T E M. It looks to me like temperature. So I, I don't know. Hmm. I just wondered if anybody had, I don't those are all good ideas, but I don't think it's, it's not in the sun and it's not in a hot room or anything. How so have you I been rectifying this situation, Sharon, to I make it charge to 100%? I've unplugged it and I've waited and then I go back later and it seems to go to 100. Mm. So that's like, my, that's what I've been doing. But I just this put it in here. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Pete. Just a, a kind of a test. Uh, mm -hmm. Go into your go into your battery, go into your settings, mm -hmm. go into go into battery, and find smart charging and turn it off, and see if you have that problem. Because that it's it sounds like I would have said if you hadn't mentioned the temperature message, I would have said you had the battery smart charging on. So why don't you go in and see if it's on, and if so, turn it off and just see if you experience the same types of you know delays or messages in the future and uh because i wouldn't worry about it i don't think if i were you um okay. of course i'm it's not my phone so if it breaks <laughs> i disavow any knowledge <laughs> what's your phone number pete no yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right my name is jody all right jody one more comment and then we'll see if we can get in a well, short question first I, first I can't help but wonder why did he take apps off your phone but then it could just be maybe it's temp is temporary in other words, it's it's uh, temporarily yeah. pausing. But then yeah. the other thing I wonder is, That's could true. it be, have you tried a different block and a different cable? It, it could be that uh, it's just coincidence that maybe there's a problem with the charge, you know, the block and the, and the charging cable. And I might try a different one, but maybe temp is temporary. It's temporarily pausing. But why did he take apps off your phone? I mean, that's kind of pushy. <laughs> well, well he yeah anyway Let, let's yeah let's move along though we've only got okay. about three minutes until the halftime show sharon thanks for your question Thank uh, you. hopefully we try a couple of those things hopefully it will go away so we've got yeah. time for a quick question about three minutes left who'd like to go zed ed go ahead sir yeah quick question is um you were talking earlier about uh show uh showing uh the meeting control on your screen or somebody was asking about it. So I skipped over out, like I toggled over to the right. I went into more, I opened more, I went over to settings. I opened, uh, it says, um, always show meeting control. And I turned it on and I come back to my screen and every time somebody talks, it changes and it tells me who's talking. So then to prove that that's what that was, I went back into it and I turned it into the off position and I come back to my screen and it still tells me who's talking. What is that control if it isn't for that? Okay. Anybody have an answer for that? The meeting control. Always show meeting control. Who's talking? 
Stephen, um, this is Mark in Montreal. Go ahead, Mark. Ed, you solved the problem. Uh, thank you so much. And I didn't realize that's what it could be, but I was the guy that asked the question. So I just went and did that, what you suggested, and it's working like a charm now. Forefinger top to the top of the screen, index closest to the top before you get to the island thing, and pinky towards closest to the bottom, double tap, and it said, Ed in Georgetown, hello, it's working. Thanks, Ed. All right. Okay. How about that? You helped but him out. Why, and you didn't even know it, Ed. But why <laughs> does it still work for me with it turned off? That's my question. Mm -hmm. It was on and it works. And I, I went back over just to prove that that's what it was. And it still works. Mm -hmm. Like if I touch my screen, it displays Stephen Coors Avador. Right. Ed, before you changed it, it's Mark in Montreal Go again, ahead, Stephen. Sorry. Um, before you changed it, had it not been working, just so oh. for clarification. You, you know, it's, I'm sorry. Uh, it's still on Steven. <laughs> it okay. should have switched. It should have switched to Montreal. So All right. Let's, I, let's, I, let's uh, so maybe fine. we can that's table this question for a little bit later or maybe for next week, because we have reached the midway point and we'll see if we can maybe get to the bottom of it here on the other side. Sandhya. Oh. It is time for halftime, I do believe. All right. Thank you, Stephen. All right. Yes, we have lots to cover still, and we covered a lot during that first half. So right now, we're going to give everybody a chance who didn't get to say hello the first time. Say who you are, where you're from, who'd like to go first? Mark in Montreal. Hey, Mark, welcome. This is Brad in Dallas. Hey, Brad. This is Dot from Southern California. Dot, welcome. Sarah in Vermont. Hey, Sarah, welcome. Hi. Shree from Virginia. Shree, welcome. Debbie hey. from Kentucky. Hey, Debbie. Vanessa, Georgia. Hello. John in Austin. Oh, hey, John, welcome. Thank you. Right, and in rainy texas hello rainy texas <laughs> now we're going to find out what our movie is on friday the movie starts at 8 p.m social time at 7 30 and all this is on our same zoom call that we are on right now so you could just stay here till then you know if you wanted to right steven you know yeah Sure. Uh, okay. That's so, right. <laughs> sure. Sure. We have nothing better to do. And then after the movie, we'll have uh, discussion and trivia. And you might want to know what are those movie? What is the movie going to be? So with that, we'll turn it over to our very own Iba guy. Iba guy, are you out there? All the Yes, yes, we're back. Good to be here. Glad everybody gets to hear me again. Oh, boy. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, we're going to give you some clues to figure out what the movie's going to be this week. 
And we have some rules for the, and what are the rules you may ask? One guess per clue and say your name and wait to be recognized before you try to guess the title. Can you go and, a little slower? And we <laughs> want to know just <laughs> Maybe not. the title. <laughs> all right, all right. So it is time for... Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. Buckle up, everybody. Oh, boy. Five fabulous clues if we go that far. Hmm. Clue number one. Our film. Everybody now. Our film. Oh, also, this part of this thing, you can stay unmuted and wait. Still, you got to see the name. Our film this week takes place on the left coast in the 1930s. The left coast? Brad. Chinatown. Chinatown, that's on the left coast. Oh, that is so close, Brad. We'll just have to try again. Ding, 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 ding. What? Maybe he got it. Maybe he didn't. Whoa. <laughs> judges. Yes. All right. Judges are going to give us a ruling on that. He said. <laughs> well, you have to give it to him because you already dinged it. Je well, <laughs> I'm not the final arbitrator here. But the judges, you hit the golden buzzer by accident. The judges have ruled that Chinatown is close enough. So we will be watching Chinatown. The name of the movie. How, how could it not be? Wow. That movie that came out in 1974, starring Jack Nicholson, Faye Dunaway, John Houston, among others. So the feature. So what is the actual title? First guess of the night. Unbelievable. Good job. Chinatown is the correct name. I've done it before, though. Great movie. Brad. Hey, Brad, how much did you pay him to get the answer? Well, I'll pay nothing. I just figured it out. That has now been eliminated for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. Poor Brad. All right. Well, that's so, great. So I get to save these clues the rest of the month. another year. Johnny, mm -hmm. what do we have for our winner tonight? All right, Brad. <laughs> Make room in the garage. It is a 1938 Packard 12 convertible Victoria, whatever that is. So I'm sure it'll be in iBug colors and uh, you can put it in there next to the train and the birds. And 
Okay, so mm -hmm. Santi, are you not giving him free Chinese food for a year? No. <laughs> She's not that generous. So don't just uh, drive carefully and thank you very much for playing. Yes. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. The Packers. Say goodnight, Mr. McCulloch. He's got he's getting the Packers. Okay. Good night, Mr. McCulloch. Yeah. Yeah, this is Sonia. Yeah, that's uh, you know, just so many different ways. And you just saw the list of apps that you can send stuff out. So it is really a time saver. So definitely use it. I mean, the share sheet appears in different places. So, uh, you know, if you're reading an article or whatever, like Stephen was reading an article or, you know, it comes up in different places, but the principle is the same. So, uh, but very, yeah. very useful. So thank yeah. you, Stephen. Yeah. This and one thing I would add too is like for things like copy, I think sometimes like if, if you have an app that's not on the share sheet, you can just go into that app and paste it in there uh, in some instances. Go ahead, Shree. So Stephen, does it keep, does it copy the URL of the main page of that article or is it the specific article that it puts the link in? It's, it's that specific article. It, sh it should be that specific article. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, I just stopped it, but I, I didn't let it go all the way through. It was given the whole long link but yeah it is the link to the article not to the home page of where the article comes from this is terry go ahead terry um good to hear you by the way Stephen. thank you appreciate that. um uh there it's interesting they keep adding more apps to the this list that you can share uh articles to and um, it, it's interesting, though, that there have been times when I have used it, and I, I actually use it quite a bit, uh, not only there, but in, in other places, too. But there are times when it does give you more than just that article uh, when you share it with somebody. So I'm wondering if it depends upon how the particular website is set up that determines how an article is shared or if other things are also shared. I, yeah. I don't know that, but yeah. I wonder if you have a comment on that. Yeah. The, every website is different and a lot of it depends on the layout. And also like if you activate like Safari reader, you know, where you can clean up the web page quite a bit, it, it's going to change the way it looks with that. Um, or if you don't, you know, you're going to get a lot of extra things that you might not get, but a lot of it does depend on the website layout. There are some that pretty smooth, you know, it just goes right to it. And then there are others you have to wade through a bunch of junk, you know, to get to it, but it, it does copy the link or share the link, you know, of that particular article, but sometimes the article might be buried in the middle or, you know, way down the page, you have to look for it, but that's true, Terry. Any other questions before we get back to our normal programming here? All right, Sandhya. Well, I will turn it back over to you, and I will I will go do some research on the find find in page. All right, uh, thank see if we you, Stephen. Ibrahim, go ahead, Ibrahim. Welcome. Uh, yeah. Um, so I have a um, interesting issue, I think, with Gmail using the Zima app on the iPad 
um, and trying to add a Yahoo email account to it. And I get to the place where it asks me to choose an email account. I choose Yahoo. Uh, but then when I try to add my credentials and continue, uh, the process seems to be stuck in a loop. And it does not allow me to continue to finish the, the login process into Gmail. Okay, so are you in your native mail app or you're in Gmail? What are you, where are I'm you? In, I'm using the Gmail app on an iPad and trying to add a Yahoo email account to it. Okay. Uh, anybody have any help for Abraham? This is Shri. Oh, Shri. Um, Abraham, why aren't you just you going to the mail app and going into creating an account and use the Yahoo there and go to the Yahoo uh, installation process? I don't know. Just I found Gmail easier to use the last time I used it. I had some other things I liked, snoozing and things. I mean, I was able to add it the first time, but when I came after I moved it for some reason and I'm trying to add it again, it lets me put in my email address, but after that, it just locks into a loop. It doesn't, you know, log in to the web like any this other is, app, any other this account. Is, Go ahead. This is, this is Shri. Um, I'm ahead. wondering whether it's getting stuck authenticating the credentials and it's it's just timing out what but do you mean my like, question yeah. my question is if you go to yacht if you go to the mail app and mm -hmm. and your iphone for the mail yeah. does it mm -hmm. work with the yahoo yeah but also the strange thing is i also added that same account to the gmail app on the iphone and no problem with that so it's just the ipad that's not letting me do the same thing mm. So you're able to add it on your iPhone, but not on the iPad. And you're trying to use the Gmail app on your iPad to add a Yahoo account. Correct. And uh, after I put in my email, it's stuck in like a kind of a loop. Yeah, so Shri is saying that maybe it's yeah. just you're not getting to the part where you add the password or, you know, it times out. You've got to be pretty quick. I think maybe that's what he's saying, I think. But I don't know, but I don't think so because I had a side place and try to do it. And it's pretty quick Okay. All right, anybody else thoughts? Yeah, okay. So you're at least able to do it on your iPhone. So that's good. I guess you might, I don't know what else, because it's never been added on your iPad. So there's nothing to delete and start over. So I don't yeah. know. Okay, have you tried turning it off and doing all that? Yeah, all of that. None of that worked. I'm not sure like what's different about the iPad compared to the phone. It's the same, the same Gmail app, as far as I can tell. Okay. All right. We may have to table that unless anybody else has any thoughts. Okay. Thank you, Ibrahim. We'll figure it out. Thank you. All right. Who's next? Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Um, is there somewhere where you turn on autofill? I know it used to be on whenever I would fill out forms in Safari, but today it wasn't there. Okay, great question. Who can help Linda find autofill? Where would it be? Any thoughts? This is Brad. Oh, Brad. Well, Linda, when you say one there, I mean, um, you mean usually the autofill suggestions, like when you go to name, you double tap to activate the field, 
your name will show up above the keyboard. At least that's what mine does. Uh, and so I'm wondering if you're sure that this site um, allows autofill. Because I've seen sometimes where they don't. And I'll tap on name and nothing shows up above the keyboard. That could be the case. Okay, but in the event it isn't, where would she find uh, autofill? I think it's in Safari under the settings for Safari. I saw it actually this weekend. So, oh, awesome. Okay. I'll go look for it. <laughs> All right. Very good Thank question. You. Right. Thank you. Who else? Anybody else? Hadn't had a turn. This is Steven, real quick. Go ahead. Yeah. So I did some uh, checking on that uh, find in page in the share sheet in Safari. And yeah, it, it is a search function. So you can search for words or phrases in the, the page or, you know, whatever you're trying to share because it takes you to a search field and you just type it in and search. So that is what that function's for, just like I thought. And this is that. Thank you. Okay, this is go that. ahead. You're Doc. welcome, Doc. No, I just want to thank Stephen. Thank you. You're welcome, All right. Sir. Good job, Stephen. All right. Next. On this is Ned. Go ahead, Ned. Yes, this is a follow-up to my question from last week about the shared items in my Safari. Uh -huh. I want to delete those items. And so I went to edit as suggested. And in edit, I found shared uh, sh shared thing, shared shared items, switch button on. So I clicked on switch button on, which turned it off, and then they went away. And so I'm thinking, hmm, did I delete them or what? So I went back, turned the button on, and they came back. So they're not. I don't think they're deleted. I think they're just hidden. All right. And well, regardless, that's, isn't that what you you yeah. wanted? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wanted sure, them good. to be gone, but it, it, they weren't deleted. They were just hidden. Yes. Okay. This is okay. Stephen. Go ahead. Yeah, that's true. It, when it says switch button on, that means it is it is visible in the share sheet. So when you did that, it should I, I assume it would say switch button off. Um, that's yeah, that's how you can. It doesn't delete anything, but if you want to get rid of certain things on the share sheet you don't want, because there's a lot of stuff there, as you could tell. That's how you do that. Is under edit, just turn it on or off. Good. So very good. All right. The continuing saga of the shared items. Good job, Ned. Okay. How to turn. Arlene. Go ahead, Miss Arlene. Hi. Um, lately, when I go on Safari and I'm reading an article, it will read a few words and then it says, things like column six, row three. Then it will read a few more words and say column 10, row five. Uh -huh. And it does that the whole way through the article and it never did that before. So I'm wondering what happened. All right, great question. Sounds very annoying. Who has some help from Ms. Arlene? What are it's an article? It's not a call, it's not a table, right? No, it, it's it's an article. Yeah, but sometimes those table markings are there. I've seen them in other things. Anybody thoughts about this? Is Ned. 
Go ahead, Ned. Is that called verbosity when you're getting all those columns and numbers to, to somewhere go in and turn it off or change it? Yeah, that's a good thought. Because I remember a long time ago, I may have learned something about that, but I can't remember. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was verbosity. Yeah, but verbosity kind of like gives you like information about what's there. So, but that, uh, yeah, that might be something to try. I'll have to, I'm not sure. This is Dave. David. Yeah, I was wondering if this is the whole article or maybe you're getting some kind of table that's within the article that's trying to show you data. Um, and it's just presenting it that way because it, it's like a, a spreadsheet kind of, you know, a table that was within the article. I would also wonder if this is only happening on like a certain website, you know, maybe it's only one website or is it everything? Cause it, that, that would kind of give you more of a clue as to what might be going on. This is Arlene. Uh -huh. It, it, it's uh, not a table. It's, it's just like an article about, you know, just words, no tables. And, and sometimes it does it when I'm reading um, mail, like if I, if I open an iBug mail thing, whatever you call that, um, it'll do that also. Like I, I got a response back from buying raffle tickets and it, it said, Dear Arlene, column six, row uh, three. This is Brad. Go Brad. Yeah, there's a setting in voiceover verbosity to uh, have it speak row and column numbers. If you turn it off, you won't hear any of that stuff. You good probably job. got it on. Brad, good. And Ned, you were right. So good job to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I need to do the same thing. All right. Who else? Anybody else? Didn't get to ask a question. This is Bridget. I'm sorry. I was going to ask the question about the same thing about when I was on email. I mean, I, I'm on my phone and I try to get my um, click on iBooks. And then I was listening, then at a point it said columns, and I didn't understand that. But I, the young man, I'm sorry, just said how to do it. Can he repeat it, please? Cause I yes, really young man, can it. you repeat it? Brad? <laughs> he said to Yes, go. I'm here. Yeah, there, go um, ahead. Go open, um, go to settings, the, and then accessibility then voiceover, and then verbosity. And as you swipe down through all the different verbosity settings, you will get to something that says row and column headings. And if you don't want to hear them, you want to make sure that it's turned off. All right. Good job. All right. Thank you, Miss Bridget. By the way, Chinatown. What? Uh, Never mind. Uh, uh -huh. Okay. Well, New question. This is David. Oh, David. Now, this is a question about Twitter. Uh, I don't know if anyone here uses Twitter much. Uh, uh -huh. But, you know, there's a lot of changes have been happening, as we know. And you can't use those third-party apps anymore. So I've been using, you know, the Twitter app. And I had to, you know, turn on my notifications. So I get notified of, like, tweets that they think I would be interested in. 
Um, and sometimes it's not people I'm really following, but it might be like similar to people I'm following. But lately I've just been getting a lot of these, they're like um, these women, they're posting stuff and, and saying, I'm looking for a male friend. I'm looking, you know, what's up? Let me, let me have your phone number. And they're like from overseas. I believe they're in India or. Oh no. Because <laughs> um, of the, you know, the name and the, yeah. They don't this say India in the profile, but it says earth. But I mean, it's like, uh, so I don't know how they're getting me on their, on their list. Cause I never have interacted with any of them as far as liking them or, or anything. And I tried to I mean, I block them as they come in, but they just kind of keep coming. Um, so I don't know if anyone's had that problem with like, annoying notifications that you don't want all right i think herbie had oh yeah i thought i heard herbie quick. yes herbie yeah. go well first two couple questions one does your wife know about these women <laughs> um <laughs> wow getting into all these beautiful women that's maybe they're trying to tell you something like david um the thing the reality is with twitter it's become a mess since elon musk took it over and i'm not going to go into a lot of details but it's I, th I think he's moved, removed a lot of the protections that twitter used to have and it's more open to just anybody and you know people can pay for verification accounts and things like that so it's i the only thing you can really do is just try to on the twitter app you know unblock all the notification you know get disable all the notifications you don't want but unfortunately right now with being on twitter it's not it, it's an intro you, you just have to go it's you just have to go for the ride and it's uh i don't know if there's anything you can do at the moment on twitter specifically to really protect yourself but maybe nikki has a different idea all right thank you Herbie. go nikki well i'm i'm sorry um i i i haven't got that on twitter but i have got it on facebook these guys are always sending me notices and say, oh, I like your post, but I noticed that they send exactly the same message to everybody else. So I just block them. Um, and I don't know, I don't. I hardly ever use Twitter, but if you can block them, do so. But right. it's, and, and I'll tell you another thing I have on Facebook is that people will take photographs of my friends and send them in again. So one way, and then request a friend of me. And one way, I go down the list and see when was the first post. Sometimes the first post was two days ago. And so you know it's a scam. Okay. But also call your, you know, you can call your friends if you have that kind of problem. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Nikki. Okay. All right. Thank you, David. Yep. Does not sound good. Okay. This is Ned. Oh, Ned. Yes, I, I've gotten several... Uh, text messages recently written in very bad English saying that my Amazon account has been blocked and I needed to go and update my information. Of course, I know that's a scam and I don't do that, but because the English is so badly written, I know that, you know, this is not right. So uh -huh. anyway, it's just an update. Yeah, there are, you know, we've talked about it a couple of times, several times on this call and I was, uh, you know, they're so aggressive, you know, and so you definitely, you know, in the messages app, there's options of blocking people. And we've said that that's not always really very um, effect effective because they keep coming back. My mom, I've been helping my mom with her phone and she has like 10 text messages from somebody saying, hey, Willard, you know, and I'm like, this is my mom. This is not Willard. So, uh, 
just beware. I mean, really beware and try to clean up. And so I, I went in and it's like delay. You can, there are different uh, things you can do. You can delete it. You can delete it and report to junk. And so I went through and really cleaned up her uh, messages. So that's something you can try. So and this, this is Herbie. Steve. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. Well, just real quick, I was going to say the best thing you can do when you get those spam messages or whatever is just don't talk to them. Don't even acknowledge them unless you really, really think it's somebody that has a wrong number, which occasionally I think has happened to me where there's been one or two where somebody really did intentionally, unintentionally misdial. But it's really better. Just don't say anything, you know, at all. Just delete them and don't let them even get an idea that, oh, there's actually somebody listening at the other end. Even if you, even if you think you want to say, oh no, I'm not blah, blah, blah. Just say nothing. And that's really your best defense, whether they call or text or anything. So, yeah, and always hard. check your actual account, never click on any links on those texts yeah. or anything like that. Just always check your Amazon account for real through the app or through the website. I've been getting these creepy messages that go, Hey, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they haven't met you. Uh, maybe, maybe in your case. No, just kidding. Okay. All right. Anybody else? We'll move on. This is Stephen. Oh, Stephen. I'm just curious. I don't know if there's an answer for this, but do we know how effective the in the text messages in particular delete and report as junk? How effective that is? I mean, it's supposed to go to Apple, but I mean, what do they do with it from there? Well. This is Sunday. I'll let you know if we get any more text messages from Willard. Okay. For Willard. So, all I could <laughs> yeah. Just, just curious. Uh, this is, is Debbie. Debbie. Um, I would say probably not because I've gotten two or three uh, message text messages that I've reported as junk. Your Netflix account. There's a problem with it. I don't even have a Netflix account, oh. and I've replied. You know, I've repeated every time that comes up. I think I've gotten two or three in the same day and I've reported them all as junk. So I doubt it. This is Nikki. Okay, go ahead. Do you check the numbers? Because when you, when you delete one or send them to junk, they always send another thing on another number. So they it's must a have a similar of numbers, number, so. but it's. Oh, oh okay. Thank all you. right. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, this is Vincent. Go ahead, Vincent. Uh, you know, a couple of things about the messages. Many times when, well, actually not messages, but phone calls. You get phone calls and uh, I normally, if I don't recognize the number, I don't answer it. I let it to go to voicemail. And most of the time, since they are all fake, uh, they don't leave a, a voicemail. But then I, when I call the number, uh, the person that answers the phone several times is not, didn't call me. So I'm calling the, the number that appeared in my uh, uh, in my uh, uh, phone uh, messages, but it is not it is it's a fake number, right, right? So you have to be careful with that. And the other one is that when you get emails in the name of somebody that you actually know, and it sounds a little weird, before you answer or say anything, check the actual. Uh, uh, mail address because many times the name is uh, that of a friend of yours or somebody that you know but the actual email is different from the one that you have in your contact and uh, 
and once again, they're very aggressive. They're you know asking for money, asking for this, asking for, asking for that. So, uh, or sometimes sending uh, uh, links that can actually uh, have have you know malware or a virus or something. So just be careful with that. All right, very good, good advice there. All right, who's that? All right, this is Ned again. Go ahead. Yeah, speaking of getting phone calls, I only answer numbers that I recognize as well, and then I just let it ring and go to voicemail. So then when I check on recent calls, it'll say potential spam. So what what internally, what, what's going on in the system that, that that particular number was identified as spam? Some are and some are not. All right. This is Vincent. Go ahead. Uh, Verizon sent a notification that they are starting a new system to identify potential spam calls. The, uh, I don't know how effective it will be, and they are already saying that this probably will not uh, stop all the uh, 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 spam calls, but it is something that at least Verizon uh, is going to start implementing uh, in their system, trying to uh, prevent the uh, the increasingly larger number of uh, uh, spam calls, malware and stuff like that has been distributed. So a lot of it will be coming not only from Apple, but also from uh, suppliers from. Right. Yeah, this, this is, is Brad. Terry. Brad and then Terry. Yeah, I think uh, I, I have T-Mobile and I get a lot of numbers say scam likely. I believe this is an FCC thing and it is, being implemented, particularly by the big carriers first. I'm not sure about smaller carriers, how what they have to do, but I believe all carriers are going to be required to implement something. I do not know how the algorithm works, how they figure out what is what, but yes, it is a federally mandated thing. Okay, thank you, Brad. Go ahead, Terry. Um, I have T-Mobile and um, it, this has been in place for a long time. Uh, but there are times when I know for a fact that the call I'm getting, in fact, I got one last uh, Wednesday, was from somebody that I know who was going to be calling me and it identified him as scam likely. And a couple of times I've gotten calls from um, uh, my the hospital that were not scams and it identified them as that so it's a sticky wicket you know you just I guess you use your common sense and the other thing that I do I never now answer the phone using the words hello or things like that because that's a trigger word I always say who's calling please and if I get um, silence for, you know, just five, 10 seconds. I know it's the scam. Um, and, or if you hear this kind of a sound, you, you can be rest assured that it's a scam or a spam call of some kind that you don't really want to respond to. So if I hear that sound, I, I hang up immediately. Okay. But I Thank never you. say hello. This never is Herbie. Say hello. Okay, and back to uh, now. Somebody said, you know, it, it looks. Oh yeah, when you call back the number, it goes to somewhere else. I mean, that's a real common trick. Like, I mean, the you know, they could be 
you know, they're just using somebody else's number and then it's a gimmick to try to get you to, um, you know, somebody that sometimes the number looks familiar to you or it's similar to your own. So there's lots of little tricks that they're doing. So the, the person that they're victimizing may not even know that their number is being used. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Good discussion. Moving on. Next question. Who's next? It's Debbie. Go ahead, Debbie. And I have two quick things. Um, where can you go and take chances on the uh, gift card? The the $10 a chance. Is that just at the website? Uh, yeah, the information is on our website about how to participate. The, the different ways that payment are listed there. Okay, so and that's just the iBug Today? Yes, uh-huh. iBugToday.org. Okay, and... A follow-up question I had a couple of weeks ago, uh, still having a little trouble uh, with creating a new mailbox. Um, I do edit, and then I can't always, sometimes I can find where it says create new mailbox, and sometimes I can't. So I was just wondering what I need to do again. And I go to edit, and then towards the bottom of the, the bottom right of the phone, but sometimes the create new mailbox or whatever doesn't always show up. So I didn't know what I was to do. All right. Any help for Debbie? Deb? How to remember it was toward the end at the bottom, but any other suggestions? Because if I swipe, sometimes it'll just start reading messages, you know? Uh-huh. Uh... So if you hit edit and then maybe do the four finger single top near the bottom, maybe it'll take you to the very bottom and then you could swipe left, maybe that way. To help get to Miss Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Um, she may have to go back one more because if she's swiping and it's going to her messages, she may need to go back another page and then hit edit again. Okay. So you need to be in your mailboxes level, right? In the level where it's listing all your mailboxes? Yes. This is Shree. Okay, Shree. Are we talking about creating a mail account or a folder? Mailbox. Like a, well, a fo well, I call it a folder, but uh, Apple, uh, Apple Disability says it's actually considered a mailbox. So I'm not sure, but I'm calling it like a folder. Like, do you try to create a folder to put mail into it, or try yeah? To like, if I like in my in my um my main mailbox, sometimes if I want to, you know, keep a message, but I want to sure. send it, you know, I don't want to keep it in my uh, inbox. You want to keep it, yeah, right. Yeah. So basically, I've got, se I've got several other folders, but I might not want to put it in that folder. I think what you have to do is um you have to hit the back button to get to the main mailbox the list of all your emails and hit the back button again that gets you into the accounts under each accounts they have folders and subfolders okay yeah i think my problem is i'm not sure exactly where i need to be when i to do it so are you saying to uh like on the page where it says like your couple different like it like i have two different mail accounts and then it says trash and junk and all that stuff. Are, do you need to be on that screen? Yes. And, then hit and way it, down at the bottom. Okay. Is, I think it's where it's creating a folder. And then you'll okay. have to tell which 
mailbox account you want to assign the right, folder well, to. Right. Okay. Maybe I'll try that and see. I think that's part of my problem. I haven't been in the right place, but I'll this try that. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, mailboxes, uh, what three I think means by mailboxes is whether you want it in your Gmail mailbox account or if you have like a Yahoo or. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if you go back, keep hitting your back button at the top until you get to uh, mailboxes, then you uh, do you have more than one email account or is it all in a Gmail? It, they're both. Uh, they're two different email addresses, but they're in Gmail. They're both Gmail. Yeah, then just go all the way up to the top, which would be then your Gmail heading. Uh, it probably read mailboxes. Then go to your bottom right, do your four finger single tap toward the bottom of the screen. And that should bring you to the bottom. If not, then try your three finger swiping up because you might not be, if you have a lot of mailboxes already created, uh, a lot of accounts or whatever, we want to call them folders, then you may not be at the very bottom of the list. So if you do your three finger swipe up, you'll you'll be sure that you get to the very bottom of the list of your mailbox. Okay. And, uh, and, 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 and then you'll probably find um, okay. create create new mail folder. Okay. Very Thank good. You. This Great is Shree. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's going to say mailbox's back button. That's when you'll know. You'll double tap on that. That'll take you back. Okay. Thank you, Shreesh. Good question, Deb. Good luck. Next, who's got a new question? Didn't have a turn, or even if you did have a turn. Who would like to go? Okay. I have a question. Oh, yes. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. I may have asked this question before, but I'm still not having luck. I if I want to send uh, a text message to a group of people, let's say three people, and I've sent them a, a text message before. Yeah. In theory, there should be something in groups so that it will identify that group of people and I can just double tap on it. I don't have to start a new, you know, send to this one and then add this one and then add the third one. But when I go to groups, all I get are um, the Gmail accounts selected or uh, whatever email accounts I have in groups. It, and it, it doesn't it doesn't show me any uh, individuals in a group. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong or why I can't. It, get to the group herbie okay go herbie so are you talking about text messaging or emailing text messaging so the only thing you can do with those is when you create when you create a group of people you have to leave them in your contacts and so i would suggest doing like what uh Sandia does for our groups and label them so you know you can call them terry's friends or whatever so that way you can just easily find it again. I don't think it stores that anywhere else outside of your uh, messages. I've never known it to anyway, so. Oh, this is Terry? Yes. So you have to create an account name that says, like, Terry's friends, but then you have to put all three people in 
that. So, so this is Herbie. The Herbie. Yeah, you just, so you do like you talked about, you create that thread with the three different people <laughs> and provided they're, it's all Apple. If it's Android, I don't think you can name it if there's mm. any Android users, but provided they're all Apple users, then there's an option, you know, like at the top where you, um, once you create that little thread, there's a top that you would double tap the list of numbers and it should bring up like all the more info stuff and things. And one of them in there, I think is where you would rename the group. I can't uh, I recall um, it verbatim, but it's at the top of that thing there, you know, next to the back button. Okay. Thanks. All right. This is Sunday. Another option is if you don't, you know, suppose they are one of them is an Android person and then the rest are iPhone and you mm -hmm. cannot rename it. But, you know, once you have, you know, created a text message with Julie and Terry and whatever, then if you don't delete that thread, it'll still be there. So when you start right. typing Julie, it will give you the option of just Julie or it'll give you Julie, Terry and whoever. So if you are OK with keeping these mm -hmm. different, you know, groups, you know, they may not have a name, but mm -hmm. um, it'll have the people in it. So you just have to pick the right to pick the right text thread got it yep and and i delete them that's the okay got okay. it thank you this is yeah so pete i was gonna you just hit what i was gonna say terry you don't delete them once they're in your main screen series of threads kind of like your inbox and your messages app uh, you leave them there and then you can go down that inbox and you'll find, uh, if you recognize their phone numbers, you'll see them listed by their phone numbers the way you created them initially. Right, uh, I did know so that. Don't delete them, yeah, don't delete I, them. I don't this like Brad. to do that. All right, Brad. Yeah, I found even if I do delete them, if I like the group, uh, the string in my conversations, if I do, like you said, type a name and that name may show up by itself, or in this group, or maybe in another mm -hmm. group. So they still show up, even though, um, you know, as your prior, whatever you want to call them, like prior contact, you know, it'll say like, suggest, you know, yeah, it'll suggest, it'll like suggest that. things. Yeah. yeah. But they're still there, even if you've deleted the conversation from your list. But this is Terry. Go ahead. I can do that with emails, but I can't seem to do that with text messages but you're mm -hmm. saying it you should be able to do it with text messages as well yes yes okay. this is pete pete I think as long as you go into the compose button right and then start typing in one at a time or particularly when you get to the second one then i think you'll see the suggested ones like you would in a in an email uh this is vincent right. All right, we're going to thank you for that. I have a quick question that I wanted to ask. Um, quickly, on finally, we're using our Apple Watch, trying to, again, help my mom, and I'm learning lots of stuff again. For you WhatsApp users, can you get your WhatsApp notifications on your watch? This is Terry. Go ahead. You can, but you can't play them that I'm aware of that, well, I shouldn't say that. There are, uh, I'm gonna say third-party apps that will allow you to play WhatsApp messages on your watch, um, but I don't use them. 
But if I get a notification, I, I can get a notification on my watch, especially if I just happen to be messing with my watch and somebody just sent a WhatsApp message there. I'll see that somebody has notified me. And sometimes I'll get uh, a, a sound notification that tells me that somebody is in WhatsApp has sent a message, but I can't play them without using a, a third party app. This is Herbie. Okay, Herbie. Two things. Um, one, I thought there was a WhatsApp watch. Uh, I thought there was a WhatsApp yeah. specifically for the watch in the uh, Apple Watch store. Um, okay. But I will tell you, I I did not like having notifications from WhatsApp on my watch just because WhatsApp has a distinct chime. And when you have the notifications on the phone and with the watch, it's all the same tone for no matter what notification other than text. And so... WhatsApp notifications to me would just blur in with all my other notifications like MLB and whatnot. So I preferred not to have them on my watch because I want that distinct chime that I get from WhatsApp. So, okay. All right. Just my all right. Great. Uh, Teresa. Go ahead, Teresa, real quick. Um, if I delete by mistake um, a, a number from my recent folder can i get it back is there like a trash folder that they go into from your phone like when you're in your in yeah. your phone in your contact yeah your well, in, in the recent in the recent folder okay. yeah Anybody and i accidentally this is brad it. brad go they're gone there's yeah. no trash gone. Yeah. yeah okay they're gone all right yeah. All right. Thank you very Sorry much. Sorry about that, Teresa. <laughs> okay. That we've done it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Stephen, for helping out tonight. You are welcome. It's good to talk to everybody. I know. Glad to have you. Okay. So quick recap. Busy week again. Let's go. So everything is central time. Everything's on Zoom and less specified. Otherwise, Tuesdays, Mac Buzz on Clubhouse, five to six. Thursdays, the Vila Book Club. We're watching, listening to the five wishes of Murray, Mr. Murray McBride, a great book, S-I-P-L-E. Then on Fridays, I'm back at the virtual movies. We're going to be watching Chinatown, a great movie. Can't wait to watch it. Jack Nicholson, Bay Dunaway. And then Saturday at the cafe, the cafe, we're going to be watching, listening, uh, discussing, sorry, uh, the Messages app and Reminders, two powerful apps. So uh, definitely come and check it out. And uh, this that is, is what we're doing. Isn't it the mini buzz tomorrow? Thank you guys for all your help and great questions. And we are yes. going to say good night. Good night.